one of the things that I'll always say that is the difference between a problem being an emergency or not is how much cash I got saved if an emer when that emergency happens. If I have more than enough cash to cover that emergency, it's not truly an emergency, but more of an inconvenience. If I don't have the cash or the credit to cover that emergency, now it really truly is an emergency. And so one of the things and one of the ways that we circumvent you know, emergencies when they do happen is we have an account built for that. I truly see emergencies as more so liquidity issues. If you don't have a savings account that you call, you can even call it your emergency account uh, to use it as a Dave Ramsey quote. If you don't have that created and let's say you put like $1,000 or $2,000 in there and that account is literally dedicated to things that can and will go wrong in your business, do that today. And here's a couple of, of bank accounts that you're going to want to look into creating as you are transitioning towards a nine to five. I would definitely tell you to look into whether you want to be a sole proprietor or an LLC. Uh, I'm not a tax attorney, so I'm not going to try to act like a tax attorney on YouTube, but there are benefits from a tax standpoint, uh, having an LLC, a specific type of LLC called an S-Corp. I'll let you do your research on that. When you have an LLC created or a sole proprietorship, and you can get a sole proprietorship probably for like 10, 11 bucks, you just go to your county court office and file for it. Every state is different, but having an LLC along with what's called an EIN number, uh, that will allow you to open up a business bank account, especially if you consider yourself a serious entrepreneur. You're going to want to have multiple bank accounts for multiple reasons. I would say look into once you create your business bank accounts, you definitely want to have an operating account. You definitely will want to have a tax account. You definitely will want to have an expense account. You definitely will want to have an investing account. And those are all going to serve different purposes that I'll talk about on a future video. But within that, you're going to definitely want to have that emergency account that you're going to use again for when emergencies in your business pop up. And like I said, I would fund it with a couple thousand dollars, depending on how big your business is at this point. If you are, you know, just making a couple thousand dollars a month, then it may not necessarily have to be, you know, $10,000 that you put in that account. But I would say at least one to $5,000 you'll want to have for emergencies set aside because they will happen and you want to make sure that you budget for it. As a full-time entrepreneur, you're going to want to start, and this is probably going to be where we wrap here, but you're definitely going to want to look into uh, tax software or something to track your expenses. The great thing about our tax code here in the United States is that the tax code favors entrepreneurs. So if you have the ability to go out and start a business, Uncle Sam will treat you a lot nicer from a tax standpoint than they treat us as W-2 employees because a lot of the things that you don't get tax benefits for, you get as a full-time entrepreneur or even a part-time entrepreneur. You have the ability to write off a whole bunch of things that you use for your business and you'd be surprised what's considered a tax write-off. Now you get to leverage the everyday things that you use that you aren't getting a tax benefit for because you're a W-2 employee. And I won't get political and start talking all that kind of jazz because that's not the intention of this channel. But what I will say is that I don't want to pay more in taxes than I'm supposed to. I don't want to evade paying taxes, but I definitely don't want to pay one penny more than I'm supposed to. 
And the way that you're able to do that legally is by taking advantage of the tax code and either, again, tracking your own expenses, whether it's your mileage, if you're driving around the city, or certain costs that you use to run your business, you got to do, do that today. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that, again, in the spirit of building a real business, it may be worth it to hire a CPA and let them do all that for you and help guide you in that process. This is a business. You got to take it seriously. And part of building a, a lasting business that allows you to take your family to places you've never taken it before is by having the right people and systems in place that will allow that business to really grow and flourish. And come tax time, you're Gucci Gucci because you have paid your fair share of taxes. But your goal is to work with someone that's a strategist that helps keep your taxes as low as humanly possible. Are you a real estate agent looking to jumpstart your career? Join our online agent network and gain access to the support and resources you need to succeed. One of the most effective ways to attract clients in this industry is through social media. And I can tell you in my entire time as a real estate professional, I have not knocked on one door and yet I've still generated several million dollars worth of sales per year. And our team is here to help you do the same thing. Click the link in today's show notes today or visit IamTheTribe.com to learn more about this amazing opportunity. Now back to the show.